broadcasting before and probably after the rapture. It's the Drew Marshall Show. Sounds like it could be the blind boys of Alabama. You're right. Man. They're good guys. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. We need to get them back on the show. They've been on a few times. Remember my first interview with Clarence Fountain? So good. And since then, it's been uh, uh, Ricky McKinney, drummer and uh, manager of the group. Anyway, hi, folks. Hi, folks. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Hello, everybody. You love that word. Folks. Hey, hey gang. Hey, kids. What up in the hizzle, brethrens? Um... I want to introduce you to you do and do boots and cats and little, boots yeah. and cats. Boots and cats. Have you not I've heard never that? heard that before. Boots and cats. That's uh, how you help white people rap. Okay. Or do beatbox. Okay. Boots do and do cats. it, Tim. Boots and cats and boots and cats. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Our very good friend Don Bennett, divorce attorney, uh, family lawyer, and uh, as we already said, a very good friend. Whether you've been married for 25 years or one year, divorce is never easy. Dividing your belongings and finances, sorting out custody of the children, support payments. It's a stressful and complicated process. It can be overwhelming when your marriage breaks down, but the fact is the people of faith end up divorcing. And unfortunately, many people feel a sense of rejection from their place of worship rather than support and healing. So that sucks. When the painful decision to divorce has been made, it's important to have someone who really knows the law but also understands your personal and spiritual needs. Don Bennett is a family lawyer who appreciates that divorce is a reality and there are many in need of legal counsel. BennettLaw.ca, two N's, two T's, BennettLaw.ca. She joins us on the phone as she does every Christmas and every Valentine's Day. Because nothing says, you know, happy Christmas and merry Valentine's Day like a divorce attorney. Hello, Don Bennett. Merry Christmas, Drew. How are you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Good. We've got a few things we want to run through. It's um, Don Bennett's top ten list. I like oh. your top ten list. You're, these are fun. I love talking about these with you. Okay, so let me just give a caveat, or should I say a waiver or a proviso before you actually start. Oh, you're such a lawyer. Oh, lawyer I am. Lawyer. I'm going to pretend I'm a lawyer. Out of respect for those who are going through the divorce process and the seriousness of what it involves, I more so look at this as a list that involves serious errors in judgment. Okay, so it's just a list of certain errors and judgments that occur. Okay. Okay. All right, so this is, okay, I got it. Right. Everything say, everyone will love you at the end of this. It's not about loving me, it's about people not being traumatized. <laughs> Listen, anybody knows if they've listened to the show, trauma may occur. Okay? okay? Okay. So here are 10 stupid things divorced or divorcing couples do to ruin Christmas. Number 10. Refusing to sign travel consent forms when there's no risk of abduction. Oh, people do that? Yeah. So basically, one of the parents is taking the kids away for Christmas, and the parent says, no, I'm not going to let you go, because I'm not going to let you go. (sighs) Yeah, which everyone can understand if there's some obvious kind of threat of running away with the kid, but they're just just doing it to be a jerk. No, no, there's no risk of abduction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So the kid gets ruined, and the parent loses their money, or they rush off to court and spend the, you know, travel money on lawyers. Have you actually seen this? (laughs) Every year. (laughs) Man, this is crazy. All right. Uh, Number nine. Serving divorce papers right before Christmas. Again, that's another D-bag move. Yeah, nothing Ah. says Merry Christmas like we're getting divorced. Exactly. So, good stuff, but it happens quite a bit when people are just ready to kind of stick it to the person. Do they ever wrap it? (laughs) There have been, well, I'm sure there have been very many creative ways, but I I certainly think it's never good no matter how it comes. Put a bow on it or something. Paper bag on the front porch lit on fire. Put it in an LCBO bag. (laughs) Oh. Uh, Number eight. 
Refusing to let your spouse's parents, like the grandparents, see the kids over Christmas because you and your spouse are divorcing. Man, there's so much drama that can be. I've, I've got a friend who's going through it right now, two friends, and every one of these so far, there's not necessarily Christmas, but every one of these things so far has, has gone down to them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. And the grandparents are like, what's going on? If you guys are separating, that's up to you, but we still love the kids and want to be with them. The kids want to be with the grandparents, but, you know, the couple's fighting get... Not good. Is, like, serious, this is freaky. Everything she said so far is All right. Happened. You know what's freaky? Is I shouldn't do ten top ten lists because I can't remember where we are. Number seven, seven, I think. Yes. Number seven. Refusing to let the kids bring their Christmas presents from one parent's house to the other parent's house. All true. It sounds like kindergarten, but it's all true. I was going to say, who are the kids here? This is ridiculous. <laughs> Number six. Calling your ex on Christmas Day to make sure the kids don't eat too much with them because they need to eat more at your house later. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. Wow. You know, I wonder if there are fat kids out there because both families are feeding them as much as they can. Well, in defense to those who are of size, yes. I think the kids just want to enjoy their Christmas and not be worried about whether they're stuffed with food or high on sugar, whatever it might be. Yeah. It's Christmas, enjoy it. And the parents saying, you know, don't eat there because you've got to eat here, then overstuffing them on both ends is well, just definitely a good. spoiling factor going on. That's what on. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Whether yeah. it's food or otherwise. Okay. Exactly. Number five. Arguing in front of the kids when picking them up from your ex's house on Christmas. Tim, Tim just threw his head back oh, again. Man. Is this your buddy's? Your, yeah, your, your this is their life, man. Exactly. So it's like, you know, you're late, you know, grandma's waiting, or, you know, Aunt Matilda needs to get her meds. And she I'm sorry, Aunt Matilda? <laughs> that's what you chose? <laughs> what I'm just saying. Because <laughs> nobody really has an Aunt Matilda. But I'm just saying, you know, there's all this trauma and drama, and what you really need to do is get the kids and go, and not have a fight in front of them, given that it still is Christmas. I just want to let our listeners know, if there are any Matildas out there, the number is 905 905- <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. On Matilda. All right, number four. Buying your kid a gift that your ex specifically said they couldn't have, yeah. and then making sure the kid takes the gift to your ex's house on Christmas. <laughs> yeah, all been done before. Because the person who buys the gift becomes the good guy, and the person who said you couldn't have it, now you do have it, is just like blowing smoke out of their ears. Or could it be like, you know, I'm going to get this gift for him, don't get it, and then they get it instead? Also, like the one side one. or the they other. cut in on exactly. them. But yeah. Exactly. Oh. I got there first, and I did it better, and I did it bigger and better. And yeah, all of that. I, can I just say, as a complete aside, that I was at Toys R Us this morning. It's the first time I've been in a Toys R Us for about 40 years. Oh. 40 years. I don't even it think wasn't it was there 40 years ago. No, it was Toys BU back then. <laughs> okay. um, it was in the hood. And there were not a lot of happy people in that store. Oh, no. No, everyone's grumpy and they're trampling people and the kids are crying and the store yeah. people are tired. I know. Apparently, apparently your uh, McCain's uh, dinner is ready there, uh, uh, Don. What, what was that hot ding? Pockets. Are your Hot Pockets ready? I heard a ding. <laughs> No, that's an email popping up on my computer. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's working? Okay. Hot pockets. Hot pockets. Number three. Making the kids decide which parent they want to be with on Christmas. Oh, who yeah. does that? Oh. <laughs> You'd be amazed. You'd be amazed. Can I just, I want to I make a proclamation now, okay? I can't speak for other faith communities because I haven't hung around them, but I've hung around the Jesus people enough. And if you're a Jesus person and you do any of these things, you are going to hell. Yes. I'm telling you right now, I will find a way to get you there. But Drew, realize the emotions are high and people aren't thinking clearly. Idiots. Right? They're not thinking clearly. My friend, there's two different faiths going on in the family, and the one demands that they be there for their particular faith, but refuses to allow them to be, the kids to be there for the other person's faith gatherings and faith events. And you'll never resolve it. 
Yeah. Uh, number two, I believe. Yep. Number Going two, which is just a funny sentence in and of itself. Number Going two. to court on Christmas Eve to fight about who's having the kids on Christmas Day. <laughs> Come on, courts aren't open Christmas Eve for that kind of stuff. Courts are open on Christmas Day. Not for family law, but Christmas Eve, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> and I have been to court on Christmas Eve. For the court to decide who's gonna, where the kids are going to be tomorrow. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. <laughs> it's real. My parents are kids. <laughs> All right. And uh, the number one stupid thing divorced or divorcing couples do to ruin Christmas is... Calling the police on Christmas Day because your ex didn't bring the kids back on time for dinner. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, baby. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Oh, Drew, Drew, please. <laughs> yeah. That People does not mind. happen. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. All the time. All the time. So what, that's why I'm saying it's more so a serious error in judgment where anybody looking at this thinks it's ridiculous. It's not true. But it's absolutely true. It happens all the time, and it really needs to stop. Well, I um, I don't know how you uh, maintain some level of sanity uh, be, uh, doing what you do and dealing with this nonsense all the time. Because honestly, if I was in your position, I get really like I don't. I'm not an angry person. I'm not a violent person. I'm a large person, but I'm not a violent person. Mm-hmm. And uh, but these are the things that just my blood pressure goes through the roof. If I had unlimited resources, I would do two things in the world. One, I would uh, drive around from small town to small town and hang out at the pub and find out whose story, you know, who really needs a bit of cash and make sure that person got the cash and then moved to the next town. No glory. Nobody knows where it came from. They're just taken care of, right? Secret Very Santa nice. Claus. Yeah. The second thing I would do is I would find, and I'm going to pick on the males here because I think males have probably, uh, you're going to disagree. I can already hear Don's going, well, I've seen women do because I'm crazy. Yeah, on that side. But I'm just saying, you know, no guys is men dads dads if you do any of these things you're not a dad you're something else that rhymes starts with a d and ends in a bag uh, drew it cuts both ways this is not a dad issue or a mom issue this is a parent issue it yep. cuts both ways believe me and it's rough stuff because the kids are suffering yeah big time not cool so there you go. Way to bring the party down. But <laughs> <laughs> that's a spiritual gift of yeah, mine, right there. Yeah. Don, listen. You are you're more than just a, a partner of our show. You've been with us for such a long time. But both, I mean, Tim knew you before I did, and and uh, you know, friends back in the day, uh, schoolmates. Did you? Yeah, go to yeah. I, her older brother cool. Gary and I were, were best friends all through high school. Yeah. Oh, I like Gary too. You have a nice family. I don't know how. And you there's guys, Karen. Let's not forget Karen. Uh, we don't care about her. I don't know. All right. Yeah. Right. Um, Thank you, Tim. Karen no problem, girl. Love you. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we we actually give a rip about you, Don, and I I I, I got to remind our listeners. I've seen her work. I've been in the courtroom. She wasn't happy that I showed up, but I was there. No, I was not. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and and she has represented friends of mine, and so I've gotten the backside of the story, the front side of the story. I know this woman, and she is who you want to have in your corner when you're going through any of this rubbish. Should you have to go through this rubbish? She is a divorce attorney. She is a family lawyer. She is our friend and a partner of the Drew Marshall Show, Don Bennett. The website is bennettlaw.ca, two N's, two T's, bennettlaw.ca. Don, thank you so much again, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Drew. Merry Christmas, Tim. Merry Christmas, girl. Bye, Don. <laughs> Take care. Da- bye-bye. bye-bye. Whether you've been married for 25 years or one year, divorce is never easy. Dividing your belongings and finances, sorting out custody of children and support payments is a stressful and complicated process. You have enough to deal with, so contact family lawyer Don Bennett, who we just spoke with, and let her guide you through the process. Go to bennettlaw.ca.